0: Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it!
1: Hey, y'all! Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Kristen Clark. The Collide Kids Podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. Faith. Do you know what that word means? We talk about it a lot at church and even on this podcast. Faith has to do with believing in something or trusting in something or someone. The dictionary says that faith is complete trust or confidence in something or someone. Now, on this podcast, we're talking usually about faith in God. And so I like the way the Bible teaches about faith, and it talks about it in the book of Hebrews, which is in the New Testament. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Even though we cannot see God, we believe that He is real. We believe that He created us and loves us and has a plan and a purpose for our lives. Isn't that amazing? I just like to talk about what words mean sometimes, especially big words or words that we use all the time. Well, I am so glad you're listening today, and I really hope you enjoy today's episode. I know you will, in fact, because my guest today is just full of joy and energy, and her name is Bethany Barr Phillips. This Mississippi native began leading worship in her student ministry at 15 and then quickly learned that leading wasn't just about the platform. From that moment on, Bethany has been intentional about building relationships and having interaction with those she feels God puts in her path. She has released three full-length albums, one of which contains songs she wrote through cancer, one EP, and one single. She is the author of two devotional books, and she truly has a heart to help people learn the Bible and how it applies to their lives. She also hosts a podcast called Women in Worship that can be found on all streaming platforms. Currently, Bethany travels leading worship and communicating, as well as serving as a worship leader on staff at her home church. She lives in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, with Andy, her husband of 15 years, and her daughter, Isaiah Jewell. Here is my conversation with Bethany Barr Phillips. Bethany, thank you so much for being on the Collide Kids podcast today. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, this is exciting. I'm, I'm really uh, looking forward to getting to know you today. Will you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Bethany Bar-Phillips is kind of
0: the, the line, if you will. Um, uh, normally, I'm just Isaiah's mom. Uh, depending on the circles that we're in. Uh, But I actually, we live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Um, I'm a native Mississippian. So uh, born and raised and moved over to Alabama um, in my 20s during college and haven't left, um, fell in love over here. And um, I actually am a worship leader. Uh, I'm a writer. I'm a mom. um, I'm on staff at my local church leading worship and living on our teams. And uh, I just, I I feel like I'm kind of a person with a lot of different hats. Sometimes I I envy those people that are able to say, I do this thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But depending on the day of the week is depending on what hat we wear (laughs) over here. So that's kind of how, that's who I am.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I like, I like to have a lot of hats. I think it's more interesting that way, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. It it really, you know, this week has been, I was just telling you a minute ago, this week has been one of those weeks where my husband and I've been married 17 years this Sunday. And uh, we have a daughter that's 12. um, But yeah, this week we've all three worn uh, three separate hats at any given time (laughs) uh, this entire week. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's how it goes. Well, I'm excited to get to know you a little bit, ask you a few more questions about your story and all of that. But before we get into all of that. I always ask my guests to start out with something fun. So do you maybe have like a joke or an impression or something funny that you could share with us?
0: I, I will tell you, a, um, an embar- can I tell you an embarrassing moment? Because uh, yes. I'm really, I'm really good at that. And they're really <laughs> funny. Listen, y'all, I laugh at myself so hard and others quite frequently. <laughs> but if you can't laugh at yourself, then what's the point? Um, I have so many stories, but I'll I'll give you two really short ones. The first one is I have led worship in a church where I said, We well, are so glad to be in blank city. We were not in that city. Oh, no. I think I said it like three times. <laughs> and finally my Keys player uh got on the mic and was like, Hey Bethany, we're not there. <laughs> we're here. And you could just my face went white and <laughs> Everyone in the congregation busted out laughing. It was a good moment. It was highly embarrassing. My second one actually happened during Christmas services uh, this past month, where we're literally about to start. I adjust my mic stand. It breaks in half the whole thing. Oh, yeah, no. whole thing. Everybody freak out for me. That's listening right now because I was freaking out. <laughs> um, I turned around, I looked at our team, our drummer is putting his hands in there. Like, what am I going to do? Right. He's no help. Uh, I finally walked across the stage. One of my best friends is playing keys for us. And I looked at her, I grabbed her stand. I pulled her mic and I said, you're not singing, <laughs> uh, took it back with me. And she was like, what? And I was like, I don't have anything." So. I don't know that I can tell you funny things, but I can tell you how ridiculously funny my life is. I feel like that counts.
1: That totally counts. That's great. Okay. All right. Broken my
0: sin. I don't ever know where I am. So that's good. That's
1: good. That's amazing. Well, okay. So (laughs) so you are, you're a worship leader and apparently you travel and lead worship in other places. Tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got started in leading worship.
0: Yeah. So I do, I lead worship. Um, I guess if you wanted to give it like, you know, increments or titles or however that works, but I I just, I lead worship on the road. Uh, Some people, depending on what your uh, church background is, you call it itinerant, uh, where you just travel from church to place and lead worship for these people or lead their gatherings. Um, And so I've done that actually, gosh. Since coming out of high school, I started doing that. Uh, I started with youth choir. I went to a church, had a youth choir and uh, my student pastor and my choir director were just, uh, they just love music and love the Lord and were kind to me and took me under their wing and gave me a ton of opportunity. And uh, my mom actually taught college Sunday school uh, when I was co- um, coming through high school. And there were two guys in her Sunday school that traveled and did this. And she said, can you please let Bethany tag along and just learn? I, I really think that something might be there. I don't know. Mm. And so my first, gosh, for two years, I guess, I just uh, loaded in at venues and loaded out, um, pushed gear, sang background vocals, string guitars, um, did nothing. I was learning how to have relationship with people, how to mm. to communicate, how to understand where others were, how to work with people. Uh, The Lord was just using that as a season to grow me. And then by the time I got to college, uh, people started calling me, which I honestly, I couldn't believe. I just thought they'd lost the other guys' phone numbers. (laughs) So uh, it was just such an honor. And um, that season has kind of ebbed and flowed. And the Lord's given me the opportunity to work on some incredible church staffs across the Southeast. And um, currently, I'm still doing that, but not as much just because of the season that we've been in. I'm also um, on our worship staff at Church of the Highlands and get to lead worship there as well. It's an honor and a privilege. Uh, Not just saying that because I'm supposed to, but saying that because, goodness gracious, I've done this for many, many years now and have been in some crazy spaces, and it just makes me so thankful for my home church. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what my if you want to call it a job but the calling and the, the the thing that God's got on my life right now.
1: That's amazing. I love that. And I love yeah. that you started with just pushing cases and doing all the the yeah. hard stuff first and and going yeah. through a season of learning cuz I feel like a lot of times we think like okay, I have to be successful right now. Um and and that's tough, you know, like you really need to start at the bottom, right?
0: Absolutely. What's unfortunate is sometimes we feel like and, um, and I don't even want to say we, cause maybe you don't, and that's okay. But I know I sometimes can feel like I have in my head that I already need to be at a particular position for it to matter. Mm. And really in the kingdom of God, um, when we're faithful and obedient to where he has us in the moment, then right. he just takes care of everything else. It's kind of when we start trying to, um, to call what's happening next or kind of position ourselves, what we find or what I find is that I begin to miss the peace that I know he brings in my life. And I miss the joy and I miss just being able to rest again and be obedient and faithful. And, um, for me, it was a really long time and a lot of cuts on my hands (laughs) (laughs) from, uh, doing a lot of things that those guys didn't realize how clumsy I was.
1: (laughs) But then they found out now.
0: But then, yeah, yeah. That's probably why I didn't do it anymore. They probably said she's broken too many things. We can't have her back.
1: So is that why the microphone stand broke? The, the-
0: You know, I honestly, everybody laughs at me because if anything, just things that you say, this is not going to happen. You can't, if you know me well enough, you think the guys that travel with me go, mm, please don't say that. It will happen to her. It will happen to us. She will yeah. be involved in it in some way, shape or form. I have the spiritual gift of um just having a story when I leave somewhere. <laughs> we'll say I like that.
1: <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So what is it about um traveling and leading worship in different places? Like what do you love about that?
0: I'll be honest. I I I love just Getting to see the body of Christ in different spaces, Mm -hmm. because um, if I'm not careful, I can begin to, and I think we're all that way, just as humans, we are all conditioned to the environments we're in. And if we're in those environments long enough, we begin to think everything else is wrong or everything else is, uh, is um, not as inviting. And I think the Lord had just given me a grace to be able to step in different environments and um, I've always asked for him to just open my eyes and my heart uh, mm. to what those people are seeing and experiencing and going through and, and asking the Holy spirit to just help us lead in it and through it. And I think that's what I love about it. The most is because it's hard. Um, it's a hard space. And I, I can't rely on my ability because mm. when I rely on my ability uh, it's just a concert, but when I rely on the Holy Spirit, when my team is um, Holy Spirit focused and we're just asking the Lord for the vision for the people, he's always faithful to show us something and we're able to lead in that and have incredible conversations, incredible moments. Also love food. So depending (laughs) on where you are in the country, I love whatever your version of your church's casserole is. I'm okay with that. I'm not too good. So, um, but yeah, I've just always loved it. I think I just love the differences and seeing and meeting different people and um, getting to experience new things all the time. It's just kind of how it comes for me.
1: That's amazing. Um, I, when I was in college, I was on a traveling improv team. Uh, And so we would travel into different youth groups and we would do like improv comedy shows like before their big event or something. And I remember all right. the church casseroles. Like I took away a lot of recipes and things. Like that. And I learned, I, know. To be, I learned to be, I was talking about this in my other episode with uh, John Williams. I learned to be a hospitable eater. So like, I love trying new things and I always feel obligated. If somebody made something, I want to try it. Like, I feel like I have to. So Yes. Yes.
0: Well, I laugh all the time because we'll be at church. And if, if we have something that's extended we'll have like lunch there or mm-hmm. you know uh, some kind of like food or whatever and um a lot of the guys uh we give them a hard time because they're be like, i can't eat that i'm about to sink and i'm like please <laughs> i didn't eat anything before i'm wait you don't know you know just because it, you begin to condition yourself but really just a hospitable eater i love i'm stealing that from you i'm sorry mm-hmm. that is not mine uh as a hospitable eater, that's perfect.
1: <laughs> you have to, you know, that I think that's my spiritual gift is hospitality eating. That's my, <laughs> yes, Yeah. I would like you.
0: to add that to my, uh, my, my docket as well.
1: Okay, please do. That's good. <laughs> well, tell us about what you've been doing in this season. You know, we talked about that a, a minute ago. Like we've all kind of had to change the way we do church. We've had to change the way we do worship We've had to change the way we do a lot of things. So how is that affecting you um, and your, your ministry? We'll be right back after this. Did you know that family travel has the incredible power to shape our children's worldview and create lasting memories? In a world where representation is often lacking, it's essential for our children to see themselves reflected in every aspect of life, including the stories we tell about travel introducing the travel of legacy podcast where we're rewriting the script by celebrating the diverse voices of black and brown family travelers each episode of travel of legacy is a testament to the enriching power and the joy of exploration in black and brown communities so journey with us and subscribe now
0: Um, yeah, it's been really interesting from a traveling standpoint, because we've done none. <laughs> um, uh, we have, were on the road several times right before March hit of 2020. And as soon as March hit, everybody froze, you know, mm-hmm. as naturally we all did. And um, as we approached the summer, um, we're just so the guys that travel with me and I pretty much the same crew every time. So they're like my brothers. And uh, we've been doing this together for a really long time. And Uh, We do all of our ministry, you know, ideas and agreements as far as like where we're going, what we're doing, how Mm -hmm. it's going to look together. And um, we kind of all held our breath uh, as we approached the summer because the summer is usually our high season of travel. And we have the incredible honor of being such great friends with incredible organizations uh, that do uh, camps throughout the summer, like, uh, generate camps with YM 360 and student life is just an incredible space and centrifuge and all of these, um, just wonderful places that I'm so indebted to from student times. And they poured into my life as a student. It's just Mm -hmm. awesome to be able to do that now for them and getting those phone calls, uh, week to week that said, Bethany, I'm so sorry. I'm -hmm. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, and I will be so honest. I don't feel like from a faith standpoint, I was ever shaken that we weren't going to be taken care of as much as it was. What does it look like now? Um, Mm -hmm. and it's very interesting for me personally, I went through this ebb and flow of, it's all going to change. We're never going back to the same (laughs) to, you know, I'm so over this. Let's just all get in a circle and see what happens. You know, like it, the, it went from one side of the, the pendulum to the other. And um, but for me personally, I, I've just had to, to learn that uh, we talked about it this morning. Um, we're doing a 21 days of prayer right now. And uh, our pastor talked about just taking every thought captive from Second Corinthians, uh, where Paul tells us that we just we've got to have that mind of Christ, that helmet of salvation. It keeps us steady in that space when things are uneasy, where we don't understand, where we're frustrated with decisions that are being made or not being made. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a season of high emotion um, that just is so, the, the, the gamut of it has been so wide that I'm just learning and have learned that some days I'm really good at taking every thought captive. And some days I am the worst (laughs) at taking every thought captive. Uh, For me yesterday, being one of them, I was sitting there listening this morning, was so convicted thinking, you know, I I can allow how I feel to dictate everything or I can allow what I know to be true about God. And um, I know that he's been faithful and everything that we've been through and how he's going to continue to be faithful, even in our travel and how we all pivot. And for me, my pivot was writing and I began to to write more and do that because I love that, have that background. And, um, I just know that the Lord never allows us to walk through anything that's wasteful. So however we chose to steward our time in 2020 will be fruit filled. And hopefully in 2021, if we steward that well.
1: Absolutely, I love that. What are the things that you hold on to about God when you're going through a moment of that turmoil or anxiety or f- confusion?
0: For me, and this is total Sally Sunday school, but I grew <laughs> up that way, so I'm an OG. I, I it's just God's Word, mm-hmm. like because it's all that we have, really, at the end of the day. Um, and so I have to look at what's happening and say, okay, the Lord, I sit down with my Bible every time. And if I don't know where to turn, I start at John one, every time you can't go wrong with Jesus people. And, um, (laughs) as soon as it begins with in the word was God, you know, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. He is the word
1: Mm -hmm. and he's
0: been here throughout space and time being the word, even in void of dark before creation. He's going to be the word for me today in 2021. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have to believe and trust that. And then honestly, I search my scriptures and I'm not trying to be awesome. I get on Google. Mm-hmm. I look at Pinterest <laughs> and I'm just, I'm, I'm walking through. Okay. If I'm having, and then honestly, I just ask the Holy Spirit, what do you, what do you want me to know out of these things? And then I write these things down on an index card or my kid laughs at me because I use post-it notes. I have them everywhere. (laughs) Um, and I stick them everywhere. They're all in my closet. They're on my mirror. They're in my car. Cause I just need it. Um, I I just really need it. And I'm okay. I think at this point recognizing, you know what, if God is who he says he is, which he is, Mm -hmm. um, then his word is going to be what he says it will be in my life. And when I feel like it's not being that for me, I could trust that's not him i I need to change it up i need, right. I need to 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 get on on the right page and so it's just that time you know that time with him so God's word yes final and answer I, beep
1: beep final answer I love that and I think too like you said <laughs> like the situation might not change we have to change like God's gonna give us situations right. that might not end up well or might go fall apart everything right. you know but through all of that, God wants to change us. And so that's, that's kind of tough to understand, but it's so true. We need to do it. I, I love that you start in John one. I think that's really great. I always land in the Psalms somewhere because I love, um, how the Psalmist like David and the other guys that wrote other Psalms, but mostly David was like, God, I want you to beat up every single person. And, and, vindicate me and get revenge for all that. But you know what? I remember that you're God and you love me and you care for me. I think, I think David is so good about bringing it full circle, you know, like he starts on the high and he brings it down to where it needs to be. So yes, 100%. Well, um, before COVID, before all this has started, um, what's, what's been the most memorable moment of your traveling or leading worship that's just really stuck out to you?
0: Yeah, probably one of my most memorable moments, Um, the guys and I had an opportunity to go and lead worship at Hard Rock Cafe Live, Hard Rock Live in Orlando, and uh, we got to partner with a ministry organization called Student Leadership University, a lot of people know it as SLU, they do an incredible job at loving on students and equipping them to learn how to lead in Mm -hmm. different um, areas and rooms, but they put on two uh, several events a year that are free uh, to student pastors just to love on them, equip them, resource them, encourage them. Mm -hmm. And um, the Lord allow us to cross paths uh, with Dr. J. Strack and Brent Crow several, several, several years ago. (laughs) And uh, they were doing something at Hard Rock and they called and I'm pretty sure I squealed in Brent's ear, possibly, I don't know. Uh, maybe I didn't Maybe I tried to play it cool. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but I know Hell that bar. that was an incredible moment for me because when I walked through the hall and some of y'all don't even know who this is, but when I walked through the hall and I saw a picture that was autographed of like Tina Turner. And then the next person was the food fighters. And then the next, I thought to myself, how, just how much, how good God is. Hey, <laughs> But B, for him to also say, you know what? My word and, and my heart can, can be, do, and accomplish anything. My spirit can go anywhere. Yeah. And uh, we walked out into a full room of just pastors, which wow. if you're leading at an event like that, it is, um, sometimes I wonder why they even bring us because pastors a lot of times come ready to receive because they don't get to do that often. Mm -hmm. and um so the guys and I just laughed because we we started the first song and played about four notes and we could have just walked off the stage um (laughs) and let them finish it but it was it was a moment that I won't forget because of just just the beauty of watching people that are just sold out and committed to the gospel and what what Christ um, has called them to do in their lives to be able to do that in a room like that is just I'm so thankful
1: Yeah, that's incredible. What a cool thing that you got to do at at Hard Rock Cafe. That's awesome.
0: And I imagine
1: if I were there, I would have been putting little sticky notes on all of like the Foo Fighters were here and Kristen. The Foo Fighters, or Tina Turner was here and Kristen.
0: I took a picture and I texted it to mom and I was like, I just need you to know that. um, Because that, I feel like it probably wasn't. But in my heart, I remember being a kid and my mom listening to Tina Turner and I was like, I need you to know that my childhood, I'm about to walk out on the platform and stand where Tina Turner did. I need to sit out a minute. Okay. I did it. I'm kidding. That's I'm kidding. awesome. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. That is
1: cool. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, do you do a lot of things right now? Um, you know, still for those ministries that you were talking about before, have you done any virtual conferences or Any virtual concerts or worship times over online stuff?
0: Yeah, we have done um, for student leadership for SLU. uh, We did one actually last April, and um, that was uh, this incredible opportunity. And then uh, actually this year we'll get to do something with them in March and I believe April, it's February and March or March and April. We just got the dates, Um, but in theory fingers crossed, we're going to all be in person, Uh, socially distanced, probably with mask on, who cares? I uh, am just, I don't, at this point, we don't even know that masks are on, you know, we're so used to it. So people say mask on and I think, why was that even a question? I thought we were all going to wear them anyways. Right. Um, But yeah, so that's, we're still doing that. And then for those other organizations, uh, the student ministries, those are happening through the summer. Yes. And, um, so far we're, we're all in the books and ready to go. And I'm just thankful, um, to be with these, these guys and gals that just love the Lord and are, are doing everything they can to, um, just create environments for people to know Jesus better.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. Um, and, and I think, you know, like you said, it's so good to be in person. And I think as much as we can carry on, we need to carry on. We don't need to stop. We need to keep going as safely as possible, but we need to do everything we can to be together because it's just different. It's a different experience when you're at church, when you're in the building with other believers or worshiping alongside other leaders. It's just, it, it makes a difference. Yep, absolutely. Well, this has been so great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I always like to ask my guests, uh, to share a memory from when they were a kid. So do you have any memories that you want to share from when you were a child? Yes. So, um, my daughter, who
0: says 12, her name's Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah got a trampoline for Christmas and, um, I laughed on Christmas morning because I got out there and she was like, mom, you got to do this. I, so I got on, I jumped, I discovered it at 39. I feel like you get car sick when you jump on a trampoline. So everybody be careful. Um, <laughs> but as I was jumping, I start, it's like everything started coming back to me from my childhood of jumping on my friend's rectangular uh, trampoline at her house, two houses down. Cause my parents would not get a trampoline probably because all the kids would have been at our house. So we just all went to my friend's house. Uh, but I was remembering even in jumping and doing little things, getting to show my daughter the same things that I did and then getting to shove her off the trampoline <laughs> and begin to show her all of the routines. Because as a girl, you make yes. up, you can, you can do anything that you would never be able to do on the ground, which I could, I was never quite coordinated enough for. So I uh, began to show her how to turn on Alexa to play her Hillsong Young and Free and begin to make up dance routines on the trampoline. So that's a memory that I have uh, from my childhood that I love <laughs> that I've been able to share uh, with my daughter, which has been a lot of fun.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. We, ne- we had trampolines Um, I had friends that had them and I think we had one, we did not have a net around it though, to protect us from falling off. We just fell off or got caught, our foot caught in the spring. Yeah. Like, I think that's a rite of passage when you get a trampoline. (laughs) Same. Yeah.
0: Well, it's so funny. My, the trampoline that we bought, uh, that we have, they, uh, we didn't put the net on and, uh, everybody that comes over is like, wow, you don't have a net. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, this is old school. That's right. We're here for it. <laughs> I'm also looking at my kid, and like, do not get near the edge. You that's will right. it will hurt. It you hurts. It does. It does. <laughs> but yeah, I get She's it. She's learning, learning life lessons
1: right there. for She sure. is learning
0: life lessons. She is. That's hundred percent right. That or we're terrible parents. You decide.
1: You decide.
0: If you well, have complaints, send them to Kristen at, at, Kristen.com. at Kristen.
1: Whatever my website, I don't, I need to get <laughs> a website cause I, a couple said people. Yes. Have said that, so. yes well, thank you sure. so much, Bethany, for being on the show today. This was so much fun and um, I just, I pray that we can continue to move forward and you can continue to move forward in your ministry and all that God's mm-hmm. doing in you. I think that's incredible. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, you have a great day.
0: Hey, you too.
1: She is so fun. I really love hearing people's embarrassing stories like when they have funny stories of things that have happened to them. That's just one of my favorite things and she had had a lot of good ones to share. And I also really love it when people share memories from when they were a kid. So if you're a kid and you're listening right now, one day you're going to have memories about being a kid. So enjoy every moment, okay? Because then you're going to have a really good story to tell when you're on a podcast sometime. I love what she shared today that we can learn to rely not on our own abilities or talents, but relying on God and trusting in the Holy Spirit to speak to us and show us what to do next. And she said, he is always faithful to show us something and it ends up being an incredible moment. And I love when she said, if God is who he says he is, then his word is what it says it is, and it'll be meaningful in our lives. And so all those ideas about putting post-it notes or index cards with Bible verses on them all around your room or in your car or on your mirror in your bathroom some way that you can remember these verses I think that's such a good idea and I also really love when she said the Lord never allows us to walk through anything that is wasteful so remember that when you go through a hard time or when you feel discouraged coming out of something that was not great you know like 2020, we can look into it and see how God can use those things. He doesn't waste anything. I think that's such good encouragement. Well, now it's time for the kids only segment. Hooray! This is the part of the show where you get to be on the podcast. So I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Eli. Why
0: did the head not go to the dance? Because he had no body to go with.
1: <laughs> that was a good joke Eli he had no body to go with get it <laughs> awesome well thank you for sharing that Eli now it's your turn if you would like to be on the podcast I would love to hear from you if you'd like to share a bible verse or a quote or or your favorite joke, or you have a question, or something you want to ask one of my guests, just have a grown-up help you go to my podcast website. It's Anchor.fm/slash Collide Kids Pod, and on that page, there's a place for you to leave me a message. You can find all this information on my social media pages as well. I'm on Facebook at the Collide Kids Podcast, or on Instagram at Collide Kids Pod. And if you're enjoying this podcast, will you share it with your friends and family, and give us a rating and a? view so that other people can find out about the show too. Well, I really hope that you have enjoyed today's episode and maybe been inspired to go jump on the trampoline. I don't know. That sounds like a fun activity right now. (laughs) You can believe in God and believe that he loves you and wants what is best for you. Just be faithful in every moment, whatever that moment may be that God has for you today, and he will do amazing things. Well, in case no one has told you today, let me be the first to remind you that God loves you so much. Thanks for listening.